Chad and Zay. Welcome back to Chad and Zay. Our number three is underway. Bucky Gabo filling in for Chad Hastings, who's on vacation. We're having fun today on a Tuesday, July 18, 46 days away from Texas football opening day, 51 days away from the NFL season. Can't wait. Football right around the corner. And we got more football talk. That's why we move the flex segment to 2 o'clock. Flex ATX for the best high school sports coverage. Listen to the horn and go to flxatx.com. Flex 30 is brought to you by Brain Vault. Brain Vault is a revolutionary and patented mouth guard that has been proven to help reduce the risk of concussion. Visit brainvault.com and join the movement. And let's go to the Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina hotline. Our guest is the co-founder of Connect Ed Athletics and Texas Football Showcase. His son Aaron's a lifetime Longhorn. And the legendary Bill Walsh told him when he got cut, but obviously it worked out that he should be a co- he should become a coach. And he's been giving back to the youth ever since. Coach Anthony Williams, how you doing, man? Hey, what's going on? What's up, Buck? Coach, how are you? Man, I am blessed and feel like a champion. How about you? I'm doing the same. Zay has allowed me to come on with him and, you know, do two-a-days. I'm doing two-a-days in the morning, and then (laughs) Zay's allowing me to come in with him because he knows I'm going to be on vacation for just a couple days, but I'll be back on Monday. But it's it's always good to be with a pro's pro, a young pro out there right now, and he's he does such a fantastic job, Coach. I don't I don't know if you get a chance to listen to him, but he is magnificent. He really, really is. He's grown up in this business and doing quite a great job. Yeah, I know. I know his dad. I know the standard of excellence in that family, and uh, I'm, a, I'm a big follower. You know, I listen to you and Aaron in the morning and him in the afternoon and then Mike and Rod. And, and yeah, so I'm, I'm on board. I definitely recognize the talent. Game recognizes game for sure. Yeah, definitely appreciate the both of you. Coach, man, you talk about two-a-days with Buck. Do you miss two-a-days going back to coaching and playing? Do you miss those days? I'll be honest. Uh, I do a little bit. You know, you, I, when you get done playing ball, and, and, and Bucky knows this, you, you try and find that – you f- try and find something to fill that gap because uh, there's nothing like it. Yes, it's hot, and, yeah, you got headaches, and you're banging. When you, back in the day, we used to bang, 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 and – but I tell you what, the, 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 the relationships and the conversations and just all those things that, that go on around and as part of two days, I mean, I, I do miss those days. It was a lot of hard work, but as I say to all the kids on my events, hard work pays off in every aspect of life, and so I do miss them a little bit. Yeah, I miss those conversations, Coach. I, I, I really do with, with, with young players because I always consider myself young at heart and just to be around those guys and some of the life lessons that – I mean, it's not. It's a, it's a little bit of give and take, you know. As, as a coach, you know that as you get older, you know they just keep coming in younger. But the life lessons that you learn, I mean, it keeps you young. Listening to some of the things that they say, and sometimes some of the dumbest things come out of their mouths, and you just kind of <laughs> go, "Really? Did you just say that?" And they're probably thinking the exact same thing of you, you know? Yeah. Well, Bucky, you remember back in the day, we said a lot of dumb things when we were eighteen year old, absolutely, years or nineteen year old freshmen. So I, it all comes full gamut, and just. But to me, as you know, being a successful coach and being somebody that's going to successfully 
impact young lives. You have to listen to these kids. No matter whether you like Gen Z or you're making fun of them, they are who they are. In order to be an effective coach, I believe in the three C's. You got to care. You got to connect with these kids. And after that, then they'll allow you to coach them. So I'm a big believer in the three yeah, C's. There, there's no doubt about that. It's just like everything else you do in life. They don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. That's just the way they yep, are. Absolutely. And you got to tell them how much you care. And, you, and you're still caring, Coach. You're still doing things, and you've got your camp coming up and getting ready. You know, I, I asked you the other day, I told Zay, I was asking Coach about bags and sleds and all that stuff. And Zay said, man, ain't nobody out there with no seven-man sled with no running backs. So we may have some ropes and, and some bags, but ain't nobody hitting no seven-man sled. And I, I, know you're, I know you're excited about what you're doing with these kids and giving them the opportunity to continue to, to learn about their game. Yeah, no, we're looking forward. I want to thank uh, the Horn ATX and especially the Flex ATX team making me an extending member and, and using this event to kind of help them uh, finish out the all-Flex preseason watch list. Uh, so we're inviting a lot of kids. All kids from Texas are invited, but, you know, specifically some of those kids in this area uh, who feel, who, you know, who is going to be the next big stars uh, on the gridiron this fall that, that we don't know about. You know, we, we've seen the Cade Klubniks. We've seen the Jaden Greathouses. We've seen all the great kids in this area. Uh, but now who is that kid that maybe was a – on JVA last year as a sophomore, who's going to have a breakout year? That's kind of, Bucky, you and I talked many times, that's kind of what I take pride in. The four or five-star kids that are going to Texas and Alabama and Georgia, we all know who they are. I love them to death, and they were hard workers too. But there are some good kids that, that have no stars that nobody's heard about, nobody has seen yet, and I take pride in kind of helping those kids give them a platform to show, hey, guys, I'm next. I'm up next, and you're going to be talking about me next year about the game being recruited by Texas or Texas A&M or whatever. So that's what this vid is really about. Uh, this this skill showcase on Thursday uh, at the Round Rock Multipurpose Complex Center. Uh, I've partnered with my partner, a good friend of mine, Coach Anthony Wood, who's the head coach at Westwood High School. Uh, this is our third year of doing this specific event. Uh, we are doing this event for a lot of reasons. One, to showcase athletes. Also, Bucking, as you know, to keep them safe. We're right around the corner from starting double days. And the last thing we want is a quarterback to go down or a receiver to go down with a wrist or an ankle or a lineman to go down with a thumb to the eye. So we're not going to do one-on-ones. And I hope this doesn't scare off players and family. What we're going to do is, is more of an NFL combine, NFL pro-style type of event where unlike seven-on-seven seven, where you may get a ball thrown two or three times, you're going to catch probably 50 to 75 balls, either from a quarterback or a jug machine, for example. If you're a running back, you're going to get the ball every time. You're, we're going to see what kind of footwork you have, what kind of ball security you have, what kind of vision you have, what kind of reaction you have. So it's basically being uh, a, a combine type of a drills uh, showcase where each position will go through specific drills to showcase their talent at their position. Quarterbacks will be throwing for accuracy, they'll be throwing for distance, they'll be throwing for uh, completion rate, how fast they get the ball out. And then obviously we'll evaluate how the ball, you know, how the ball comes out, the footwork, and then we'll have a criteria in each position, skill positions, and alignment. We'll put together a point system that Coach Woods worked on, and we'll award those top performers, which I think will have a good idea that, hey, that kid from Lake Travis, that kid from Drew Springs, or that kid from Round Rock from Cedar Ridge, and that, that guy is going to be a star. We need to keep an eye on him. And, and, and I'll share the information with the coaches and, and give these kids a chance to showcase themselves one last time before it really starts counting, because I love 7-on-7, seven seven, as I told Zay, uh, but it ain't with pads on. A lot of kids are like, hey, I'm coach, I'm being recruited off 7-on-7. Seven seven. You are not being recruited off 7-on-7. Seven seven. It's, a, it's a way of a coach to understand your athletic ability, but until you do it 11-on-11 11 11 with full pads and people getting hit, I, I can't offer you. And so that's kind of what we are. We're trying to give these kids as many, one last opportunity to showcase their ability on the football field. Speaking with Coach Anthony Williams. Hey, Coach, so you talked about this is the third year of y'all doing this, and you talk about how you want to put on guys that might necessarily 
not not being recruited as high as the five stars kind of guys on the underground who have came to these showcase events that you've had that have gone on to play D1 football and have a college career, whether that's D1, NAIA, JUCO, whatever, but were able to get a scholarship from y'all's coaching and y'all's guidance from these type of skills camps and then applied that to their school teams? Well, I, I'd say the first one that comes off the bat is somebody just recently that everybody in the country fell in love with. That would be kind of my nephew. Uh, Chris Vaughn's a good friend of mine. His son, Deuce Vaughn, I've known him since he came to Texas when he was coaching at Texas. Uh, Deuce was always undersized, and he didn't let that stop him. And every event he came to of mine and every rivals event and all the other events he went to, he made linebackers look silly in space. I mean, his, one thing about Deuce, he used our event to show, I may not be a six foot, 200-pound running back, but I, I still got skills. And so he would come out and just show this tremendous quickness and space and the ability to catch the ball, great route running, a maturity level. Uh, and so he's kind of our biggest kind of poster child now of, hey, if you're an undersized running back and you're, you, know, you can't spend each day talking about, man, if I had been six foot or 5'10", or five, I'd have been the next B. John Robinson. Well, Deuce Vaughn said, hey, I'm not, I can't control DNA. I am what size I am, but let me work on other parts of my game, my quickness, my speed, my, my second-level speed, and that ability, that rare ability, as Bucky knows, to make a person miss in space. And we saw Deuce do that at Cedar Ridge High School. We saw him do it at K-State. And we're probably going to see him do it for the Cowboys when he gets a chance here when he makes the final roster, in my opinion, coming up this fall. So he's one of our, our success stories. Coach, uh, Q&A sessions afterwards with, with parents, because I know parents will be out there watching their kids, but they'll have a lot of questions on how, how you get this whole thing started. I, I know people will think that, okay, a kid's five-star, four-star, whatever, it's going to just naturally happen. I mean, I... And there are parents that can take the initiatives of, of, of looking for scholarship money at, 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 at different schools and places that they can get their kids to just be even walk-ons. You want to continue your dream, but you may not be that kid that gets recruited. But Q&A sessions with parents, still are they still available, what you guys are doing? Yeah, Bucky, they are a mandate. They're part of every event that Coach Wood and I do. Uh, we always, when the kids are registering, we bring the parents uh, either in the bleachers or, in this case, on, on Thursday at the Round Rock Multipurpose Complex. We'll have them in the conference room. And while the kids are getting warmed up, we're going to talk to them because a lot of parents just don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, my son got a flyer. He saw this on Twitter. I brought him here. I got my daughter gymnastics. I got my other son playing soccer. I got to get to HEB and get some food for night for dinner. They just don't know. And so I am blessed. One of the things I'm doing to pay for my wife and I, uh, she's an educator here at Round Rock ISD. She's a former track sprinter. Uh, she's raised our four kids. She's helped, you know, get them ready from an academic standpoint. She comes in. I talk about it from the recruiting aspect, you know, the, the transfer portal and importance of grades and high character and skills and all that stuff. And then she comes in and she talks about the NCAA eligibility center and let these parents know that's where you need to go. Do not rely on the high school counselor or even right. the coach who's got a lot of other jobs for recruiting. You have to own this because, looking as you know, in recruiting, there are no mulligans. You either get it right or you screw it up, and, and there's, no, there's no redo. And so she educates them on that side of it. I tell them kind of the – the recruiting one-on-one, things you won't find on Twitter, how coaches look at recruiting. They don't care if your son was a fan of the Texas Longhorns. Can he help us win? Is he going to move our brand up and to the right? If he can't do that, then he's not be part of it. So I give kids and, and parents the reality of this is what uh, they're looking for. And the last thing I'll tell you, Bucky, that we educate them on is a scholarship and scholarship. And what I tell kids in the importance of academics, if you can't go to the University of Texas, you're going to go to a Division two or 1AA or a, group five, a, a G5 school, you can make up for your lack of not getting a full athletic scholarship with an academic scholarship if you have that 3.5, that 4.0. Uh, and kids, at the end of the day, as a parent of four Division one athletes, I don't care whether you call them athletic or academic. I just want to come out of pocket. 
to educate <laughs> these kids and these parents on getting them to understand that there's a you're a student athlete. If you the higher your academics are and the athleticism that you have, those two could combine for a full scholarship or eighty percent or sixty percent. But if you just rely on oh well they don't do athletic scholarships at school, you're looking at it from the wrong direction. At the end of the day, football in all sports needs to be an enabler to get the best education you can get to set you up, set you up for life after your eligibility is over. That, that's kind of my platform. That's what I'll be preaching on Thursday. And, and I know you got mostly with the boys out there, but you know those young ladies are looking for those scholarships. They are finding ways to get Absolutely. to colleges. They're not, they're not playing around. They're, they're talking about academics. They're talking to, to counselors about how do I start this? How do I start this? What kind of money is available to my family? Because that, that's quite a nut you can take off of, you know, for your parents to have to pay. You know, a couple thousand dollars, you know, a semester is a lot. Absolutely. Well, I'm a father, a proud uh, girl dad. My father, I mean, my, my daughter, youngest of my four kids, I just finished her softball career at Texas A&M Commerce. Uh, she was on partial scholarships. She earned her way back up. And, and she, uh, academics, most, for most female athletes, Buck, I can tell you, academics are an issue for females. I don't know why. It just is what it is. Uh, they either have the grades and taken care of. So it's just a matter of because they're not part of huge revenue-generating sports like football, right. uh, as good as they are, they won't get a full scholarship. But, hey, if you can get 60 or you can get 55 or 50 if you're running track or playing softball or volleyball, then get what you can get and then have a plan for that second part. And once again, that second part of that plan should be your academics should play a big part in making up for that gap between what, whatever athletic scholarship you get and getting all your room, tuition, board, and books paid for. Coach, we appreciate you, man. Can you let the people know how they can register for the showcase, or do they just need to go to the Round Rock Multipurpose Plex to, you know, show up then? Like, how? what's the easiest way to get in contact to register? Yeah, the easiest way, they appreciate that. The easiest way is to go to TexasFootballShowcase.com. You can register online. You'll save yourself $25. Uh, all my registration is fake. It's only $50, and that, that money is going to pay for the facility, which is a great facility at the MPC with the city of Brown Rock and for the insurance. Uh, we, we will accept walk-up registration. Uh, the, the price will get bumped up to $75, but we'll accept walk-ups and we'll accept uh, online kids. I will say that you know, Jay and, and, and Buck, we're not going to be one of those events where you're going to have three, four, five hundred 500 kids there. Coach Wood and I want to make sure we get quality reps. And so we're limiting the number of roster spots per position because we all know, and Buck, you know this, if you have an event, a camp or a combine, there's going to be 100 quarterbacks 200 oh, yeah. receivers and eight DBs. And so we want to make sure that we get a good, good full balance flow. So we're limiting the number of, uh, the number of players in each position, make sure they get maximum reps. Uh, I want to thank all the local uh, sports media uh, on top of the Horn ATX. I know that KVU is going to be out there, Jeff Jones and Roger Wallace, and all those guys that cover high school sports are going to be out there covering it. I uh, got my access to Jeff Howe and all those guys that will come in and be looking at for that next star. And so uh, there'll be lots of there'll be a lot of things to a lot of value to grab from this thing. So the TexasFootballShowcase.com Thursday, July the twentieth. We're going to try and go later in the day. I know it's been hot, but we're going to start registration at five thirty for the quarterbacks, running backs, receivers. Or sorry, quarterbacks, running backs, and linebackers. They'll go do their testing, and then the receivers and DBs will register at six thirty, and then they'll do their testing and their their drills. And then lastly, at 7.30, we'll bring in the big boys, O-line and D-line. We'll have awards at the end. Hopefully the sun will go down. We'll cool it down. And, and kids will get after it, and we'll get a good idea going into the high school season, like who's going to be the big-time guy going into next year. That is Coach Anthony Williams. Thank you for joining us, Coach. You know, thank you for giving back to you know the Central Texas area and all of these kids and showing them that hey, even though you play sports, it's more than just sports to get through life. Definitely appreciate that. Thank sir. you, Coach. You're the best. No, thanks for having me on, guys. It was a great day. Be blessed.
That's Coach Anthony Williams, founder of Texas Football Showcase. And, yeah, that's great stuff, man. Like, these kids, some of them, they don't get that coaching and teaching year-round. And when you got high-quality guys like Anthony out there, that's big time. Yeah, I mean, he, he he's right. I mean, I, even as far back as 20-some years, 30 years ago when I was coaching, it was one of those deals that where these young the young boys didn't understand that these these young females, these ladies, I said, they're going to get your scholarship. You know that scholarship you think you're going to get? See your grades? <laughs> Let me tell you something. Her grades are so much better than I said. They're going to oh, start yeah. giving out. They're going to start saying, you know what? We want the we want kids that academically can survive in this in in this. Not everybody's getting a tutor at different levels. Not everybody's got a little personal tutor to go along when you make trips and things like that. And see that young lady over there? I'll give her a scholarship. I here's the monies that are going to go to her. I mean, our our young men better they need to pick up the pace still. Because as you said, you hear him talking about his daughters. There's mm-hmm. money for those young ladies out there. Absolutely. And they look at them academics first, you know? Yeah. yeah. But he does a, a fantastic job. And I, I like those Q&As for mom and dad because they got a lot of questions. And how can we get $2,000 here? How can we get 1500 I mean, that – Anything counts. It absolutely. might not seem much. I mean, I know these, you know, to get a degree, it costs the arm and the leg, especially at these private universities. But anything matters. Absolutely. Anything helps. So take advantage of that, and or you know them, that debt will come back to haunt you. <laughs> That's some student loans will come back to haunt you. Let me ask you this, Bug, before we go to break: Did they have anything like that when you were growing up? Did they have like like what were the camps like? Oh, you just went to you went to college camps. You went to a Penn State camp. Okay, you spent your money to go to camp camp, and it wasn't forty fifty dollars. It was. You know, you're staying overnight. You're going to get coached by college coaches. And that was for, for a lot of coaches, that was just a part. That was part of the gig. I mean, you know, you get paid by Nike or whatever. You get some money as a coach to do those camps. But a lot of times you weren't, you, you didn't, today you're recruiting from camp, even camps like this. Yeah. You know, you're looking at players to be. Nobody looking at anybody. You're just going there to go to camp, spend some money. And mom and dad got rid of you a couple hundred bucks for a week, yeah. you know? It wasn't, it wasn't really a recruiting tool back there. It was way, way back. They use this as a recruiting tool now. Absolutely. It's good networking, too. Somebody Absolutely. That, you know, one of these coaches out here were like, hey, who's this guy? Who's, you Everybody know, can't play at major college football level. Not at all. So, you know, you could get noticed because it only takes that one person to like That's you. That's all. That's it. It takes one school to like you is absolutely right. Take a chance on you. But that was Anthony Williams. Thanks for him for joining us on the Flex ATX segment. Bucky Gobble in the house. I am Zay Collier. Chad Hastings on vacation. This is Chad and Zay on the horn. Chad and Zay. Welcome back, Chad and Zay. I am Zay Collier. This is The Horn, 1049, 101.9 AM, 1260. No C. Hastings. He's on vacation, but Bucky Gottbolt is in the house. Coming back to a little Snoop Dogg and Pharrell. Is that Snoop Dogg? Yeah, beautiful. It's like the Backdoor Boys or something. What you know? the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was Pharrell, so maybe the Backdoor Boys sound like Pharrell, but I know they don't sound like Snoop. No, they Nobody don't. Nobody sounds 
like Snoop Dogg. No. Yeah, this is a smooth summer jam. Great I love summer, summer jams, yes. Yeah. I even like Will Smith when he sings his jam. Oh, Summertime? Oh, yeah. Nah, that's his best song. Easy. That's not his only song? No. Nah, that's not his only I, hit. That's his only hit, though, right? No. I mean, a lot of people don't give Will Smith the credit he deserves because he ain't you know, he ain't a hardcore rapper. He doesn't no. swear on his raps or anything. No, he's a so, city slicker. Yeah, when he dropped all that Fresh Prince stuff with Jazzy Jeff, like parents just don't understand. And it was wholesome, but it still has its place in hip-hop that should be respected. And then, Like Uncle Bill, when he didn't cuss on some of his comedic albums. But he Bill was, Cosby? Oh, yeah, but he was, he was doing <laughs> the night sleeping stuff to women, knocking them out. He ain't yeah, cussing. We can't, we can't talk about he ain't Cliff Huxtable around here no more. He can't. He wasn't cussing. You know that. You know how much that hurts, Chad. Like I, when we talk Bill Cosby, whether it's on the show or it's in prep or something, like he he is so hurt by that because he grew up on the Cosby Show. I think that was the first time he really saw like Black, black Life. Yeah, <laughs> Black Lives Matter. That's that's the first time he thought Black Lives Matter. When let's, he saw, not, let's not go there. When he saw the Huxtable. Let's, let's not go there. Come on. When he but, saw Fat Albert, he thought Black Lives Mattered then. Hey, nothing like Fat Albert. Nothing but, like but, him. Yeah, man. Like he, I think he just loves um, Rashad. What's Felicia? Felicia. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Felicia. I think he's he really loves her and grew up watching her. But, yeah, man, every time you bring up Bill Cosby, I know that stings for him a little bit because Cosby Show, that was his joint back in the day. It was mine, too. It was everybody's. Yeah, everybody loved Cosby Show. I watched the reruns. Theo didn't do nothing wrong. He's still kicking it. Malcolm he Jamal. is, isn't he? Yeah. Is Runner. he into pr- producing now? I mean, is he to the point of his life um, where – Because he was just an okay actor. But he, has he got to that point in his what life? You mean okay actor? Theo, Theo was all right. Then he had that 90s show with Eddie Griffin. Malcolm and Eddie, where, you know, if it wasn't for Eddie Griffin kind of carrying that show. But still, like, he did his thing. Theo deserves more respect. Malcolm deserves more respect. Talking about he wasn't a good actor. Who was, who was the best actor out Rudy? of all the kids? Rudy. Rudy. Hell yeah, it was Rudy. You know that. You didn't even have to ask me. You knew I was going to say Rudy. It was that baby. She was a baby. Yeah. How much can she really do? She was acting. No, she was just being a baby. Bud was better than Rudy. Bud, <laughs> <laughs> Bud oh was God. better than Rudy. Oh, my goodness, you know? Bud. Uh, uh, Zoe Kravitz, mama. She was all right. Denise? She know, looked grown when she was little. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. She like she's going to be something bad, something a little out there when she was a little girl. I'm like, that one right there, you better keep your eye on right there, Cosby family. That, that one right there is... Something going to go wild with her. Like you mean off the set or oh, yeah. during oh, oh, the set? Yeah. Off the set, anywhere on the set. She was different. She's different. But she's cool. She was with Jason Momoa, Aquaman, for the longest. I they think were, they, right? I think they broke it off. He was on this Cougar stuff because she's a lot older than him. That's true. You're right. Like You would think she, he would be more with you know the daughter, Zoe Kravis, you know, Lenny and her daughter, Denise's daughter. Is Lenny Kravis know. still making music? Oh, been a while, hadn't it? I don't know. I don't know if he's touring or any of that stuff. Lenny Kravitz seems like one of those guys, like, after you hit a certain time of jamming on that guitar, you started just producing for people, like Babyface. Yeah. I quit singing. 
Yo, Babyface Chris in a long time. Yo, that is a great face, gig. That's a good gig. Babyface yes. might be one of the greatest songwriters of all time. I've been doing this for a long time. Yeah, Babyface had hits. Yeah. Now, okay, on um Cosby show, you know who really made it big? Raven Simone. Well, when she yes. little little baby when she came in, out there probably what? Four seasons in, five, mm-hmm. five seasons in before she came. But, yeah, Raven Simone. Now, she's a little crazy. She's a little out there. Like, she's a real child star. You can tell by the way she acts now. She, yes. ain't, she ain't all there. Something's off. She got a little Britney Spears in her. But, <laughs> you know, she, she, yeah, yeah, yeah. She she made it, though. Her Disney show, I remember watching that, That's So Raven, where she was psychic and stuff. Yeah, I remember that, Raven. She did her thing for a little bit. But let's get into Why Today Matters. Why Today Matters, brought to you by Sinus and Snoring Specialists. Get sinus and snoring relief with Dr. Daniel Slaughter at Sinus and Snoring Specialists. 512-601-0303 or sinussnoringent.com. All right, we got a few birthdays today, and it's weird. With Chad not being here, this guy's birthday, like, this is Chad's idol in a way. Vin Diesel, 56 years old. All those Fast and Furious. Light-skinned Vin Diesel at Ballhead, dude. <laughs> You were about to say bald head, something else, man. Yeah, Vin Diesel. Is he light skinned? Does he have black in him? He's, he's damn near yellow. Who are you um, talking about? Vin Diesel, yeah, he's light skinned. He's, light. he's lighter than me. I mean, yeah, but when I think of Vin Diesel, yes, I know he's not white. He's yellow but bone. I, I, he's I yellow don't bone. know if he's yellow bone. Yeah, he is. I got to see Vin Diesel's ethnicity. Look at that dude's head. That bald head. <laughs> Son ain't hit that head in forever. His mother is English, German, and Scottish. Okay. What? what? Right. Well, he ain't Nigerian. I don't see any of that. It doesn't say anything from, from, from Nigeria. <laughs> Bootswana's not on there? No. 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 But again, that's... Oh, here we go. He was raised by his white mother and... Adoptive African American father. So his dad, who who adopted him, he was black. But that's not blood, though. And you know what is you know it is blood because they you don't get any you have to pay the same amount for that kid. I know <laughs> that's that. Not, that's not I got it. Yeah, that's the that's, truth. That's not the same. It's the same. It's yeah. It is the same. Somebody said, "Is that so? That's your son. You adopt that kid? Yeah." I said, "Guess what? When I go get shoes for him." I don't get the adopted price. I get the same price to see the mother two over there. It came from the womb over there. I know where they came from. Guess what? It costs the same. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> There's no discounts on adopted kids. I get kids, that. I, right? I, I get that. They don't You're give right. me no discounts. Right. Okay, here we go, Buck. His father, who he never knew, was partially African-American. So his father could have been yellow, but he wasn't full black. That's why Vin Diesel got a little bit of flavor. He does. Yeah. So that makes sense. Happy birthday, Vin Happy Diesel. Happy birthday. Those Fast and Furious flicks are getting ridiculous at this point. Another birthday that we got, sports birthday. One of my favorite players of all time, other than Michael Jordan. This guy might have had the best shoe game of the 90s, Penny Hardaway. Yes, he did. Anthony Hardaway, yo. His kicks with Nike. You remember those little Penny commercials? Chris Rock used to be little Penny. He's still coaching? Yeah, he's still at Memphis. Still cheating? 
oh, okay, I don't know if he's doing all that. <laughs> Did he stop cheating? I don't know if he's doing all that. That's he's what I'd like to know. Be he's got cheating. some uh, big-time recruits in. He's got Mikey Williams, who used to play with uh, LeBron's kid, who was a big-time social media got sensation. The bag, man. I mean, it's it's legal it's now. It's Memphis. It's Memphis. NIL's legal now. Why not? We know Calipari was doing some sketchy stuff in Memphis back in the day, having Derrick Rose take somebody else take his SATs for him. That's still so Bush League. That is so Bush League. Like, I get it. I want to see Derrick Rose. Damn, I wish somebody could have taken mine. I would have went to Syracuse. Right? <laughs> they, told me, they told me no. Hey, Catholic school kids, you go to Boston College, but that SAT score ain't going to make it up here at the Qs. You have to be smart to get into BC, though. Or you had to go to Catholic school. Oh. So you, you had have to bring different your... advantages than others? Yes, I did. Oh, okay. Or you can bring your coach with you to the school and he can coach on the football team with you if you go there. That worked too. <laughs> that was a package deal. I mean, hey, any, hey, you got in, you got to take advantage of any opportunity, and that's what it was. I can't knock you for that. Got a degree in hand. Exactly. Exactly, and that's what matters. That's right. So... Another thing that's going on today, Nelson Mandela's birthday today, and it's National Nelson Mandela Day. Are we getting into the 90s for Nelson he's Mandela? Born like, would be no- I think he's way past that. Wow. I think so. Yeah. What's your memory on Nelson Mandela? That's a little Great before my man. time. Great man. Great man. Talking about a man who's standing up for his, what his, standing up for his beliefs, and he would go to prison for 30 years. How long was he locked up? About 30. Long time. Damn. And survived. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I need to know more about that. It's a shame that I don't, but yeah. I, I know what you he brought to the table. You got your phone and hit it. Uh, yeah, but I need to watch like a documentary or something. You know, something. I, I'm not, you know, I was one of those kids like when the teach brought the movies out and rolled the TV. Time to sleep? That, no, that's when I locked in. When we opened the books, mm, that's when it was time to sleep. But hey, I, I need to see a visual, people talking, documentary, uh, Google, that ain't going to help me. And now, plus, I, I think he deserves more respect than that from me. So, there you happy go. Nelson Mandela Day. It would have been his birthday today. It is National Caviar Day. I can't afford that, so I don't know nothing about that. I had caviar before. It's not a big fish eggs. Nah. Ugh, why is it so expensive? Is it that rare? Like, it has to be if it's that expensive. Like, I was just looking on... Uh, I'd be like, you keep the caviar, I'll eat the fish. <laughs> I was just looking on Google. You could get caviar at Costco, you know, in bulk for like 300 That's stupid. Like, is it worth it? It can't be that good. No, I get not. something being rare, but it can't give be that good. Give me some shrimp. Yeah, just to put it on... <laughs> yeah, just to put it on some bread. I want or, something fishy. Give me some shrimp and nah. some sauce. Yeah, nah, I'm not with the caviar. Y'all Sadiddy folks out there, y'all enjoy National Caviar Day. National Sour Candy Day. Favorite sour candy. I know you got a sweet tooth. What did you used to eat growing up? What was the go-to? You know, my kids just like those Sour Patch deals, those little things, those little gummy things. Okay, like those. the little straws? Yeah. Yeah, those I are did, good. I did those. Those are good. My sour candy fix always goes to Bucky's. They have this sour candy taffy. Every time I go through a Bucky's, really? I gotta get it. I like sour candy, like taffy. Excuse me, and it's crazy. It's so good. They have a lot of other taffy, but the sour ones, 
Yeah, that was. I know Doctor Ecker don't want me talking about. I do like some taffy though. Oh man, that's that's a problem for me. So you say Bucky's is a spot for taffy? Oh yeah, Bucky's mm. is a spot for a lot of things. But if you want some candy or something different that you might not like, yeah, you might only get at a candy store, which. There ain't many of those nowadays. You got to go to something like Bucky's and get that taffy. Definitely represented. All right. Glad you told me that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm putting you on. I'm putting you on. It's also World Listening Day, so everybody could use that. Absolutely. And National Tropical Fruit Day. So what is that, like mangoes? Tropical fruit. No, man, Hawaiian punch right out the can. Hell no. Come on, man. man. What are you talking about? You still drink Hawaiian punch? I I don't. I'm not allowed to talk about stuff like that. Oh, I ain't trying to get you in trouble. I was never a Hawaiian punch guy. Hawaiian punch always made me more thirsty. I'm orange. What is that? Orange Fanta? That drink? Like the soda? Yeah, I'm not supposed to be talking about that either. Uh, That's good. Not supposed to be drinking soda. Yeah, I haven't had orange soda in a long time. I don't drink soda no more. You don't mess with soda at all, uh, do you? No, no. I got to cut stuff Like, real grown-up people don't mess with soda anymore. They figure it out. That ain't good for you. Yeah, I mean, it's nothing wrong with, like, having a Dr. Pepper. I know people that need Dr. Pepper, like, are itching if they don't get a Dr. Pepper a day. I know people like that for a Coca-Cola. Yeah. I never want to be like that, but... I'm good with just sports drinks. I'm, you know, yeah, body they, armor stuff like that. Yeah, my deal is I've been, I'm a, I'm a sneaky Snickers guy. Because I can fake you out. I can go have a Gatorade with a Snickers bar, or a glass of milk with a Snickers bar. I always have to. I mean, it doesn't matter. I can drink any drink with a Snickers bar. Snickers. But it, a Snickers bar it makes it rough on me. Yeah. Makes it rough on my tummy. <laughs> Not good for you. So you Snickers messes you up, but you can still eat ice cream. Yeah, you Snickers, being lactose? Yeah, Snickers binds me up, if you know what I'm saying. It binds me up. That's why I'm I'm now a daily prune guy. Oh, wow. Yes. Yeah, I heard you, Craig Way, talking about that. Man, yes. y'all sounded old. When we were we just sounded old, didn't we? Light the, you tower, heard that? light the Tower in this show. I was listening. <laughs> I was like, wow, you we dudes, man. We are old, man. Oh, man. Shout like out I said, to the I, great Craig Way, the Hall of Famer, voice of the Texas Longhorns. When people start saying, man, you look like you had, look at that prune face. Now I understand what they mean. Prune, yeah. Prunes are so nasty. But it you does. You got to do something else to clean you out, right? There has to be an alternative. It no, unless prunes you do. Prunes can't be it. Unless you. you do those those things you pour in water and stir them around. Natural. Prunes are good for, the prunes are good for you. Okay. You don't like the texture of prunes, though, do you? I don't like anything about prunes. I can't, I can't do prune juice, oh, so I have to have the wow. fruit itself. Like, I like figs. Do you like figs? Do you eat figs? Um, It depends. It has to be, like, Figs are very expensive. Yeah. I like figs with a little cheese because I can't drink. Yeah. I used to be a wine. I used to tear up some wine with John Magabee. We used to tear it up. We all were going to our Ooh, donuts recruiting and stuff, and like stuff. Oh, my. We used to go recruiting trips. Texas used to pay for a lot of expensive wine if I was on a trip with John Magavin. Because it, be, it would be one of those deals. Where I'm sure the like, university loves hearing stuff like that. Oh, that's a long time ago. They got a lot of money. They do. They're building all kinds of stuff. It would be like, we'd stop off before, we'd have dinner, and it would be, so we're going to get, and he said, well, we're going to order this Camus. I mean, Camus is very expensive, very unique. Best wine I think I've ever tasted. Now there's been some Silverado and stuff like that. But it would be like, so what are we going to have, Coach? What are, we, what are we having? Are we having Silverado? Are we having Camus? He goes, 
you know we're having Camus. And I'd be thinking like, one for me, one for you? He said, of course. I mean, we're talking about bottle. I mean, one for you and Damn. one for me. Oh, yeah. Those were the days, man. Then, then, we'd go the up, days. And then we'd go up and be talking to parents and recruiting. <laughs> Are you ready? Are we loose enough? Because he needed to loosen up a lot of times going Did to the house. Did he now? Oh, he needed to. Oh, he was because of nerves or what? He was just it was, it was semi uptight guy in a way. You know he. Yeah. You know if, if people had known him, you know he would be uptight at times. But he got to be around me. I mean, once you got to go to the highlight and the dog track and the horse races and our donuts and taking these trips and yeah, you kind of changed because his he life would, because he would eat good. I mean, he wasn't eating junk. I mean, I used to if you weren't recruiting, you know, it was cash only with me. And I'd stay, I wouldn't stay at the hotel. I mean, we stayed at a hotel, and this dude said, do you have my room ready? And I'm like, what? I said, we got double beds, coach. What do you mean, do you have my room ready? I'm not going to do anything to you in the middle of the night. You're going to that bed over there. Because when I was at Boston College, we didn't have the budget to have two coaches have their separate rooms. When we go, I'd be going recruiting in Miami, Florida. The head coach of Boston College wasn't getting a room, and I was getting a room. We're getting, big, we're getting double beds. Right. John Magovic, when he's at Texas, it was like, are you going to have a room for me? I said, yeah, it's my room with the bed over there. That's how that. you were keeping some of that money, weren't you? <laughs> Come on, man. Double. Do you have a, your, do you have a room for me? I, yeah, it's in the same room I'm staying. Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. Uh, we'll be back to end Chad and Zay wrapping up with a little stems and seeds. Bucket Gobble in the building. Help wrap it up. I am Zay Collier. Chad Hastings on vacation. This is Chad and Zay on the horn. Chad and Zay. Welcome back to Chad and Zay. We're wrapping it up on this Tuesday, July the 18th. Bucky Gottbolt, join me the whole show. It's been a blast. I am Zay Collier. Chad out of town. We'll be back next week. Shout out to Missy Elliott. Get your freak on. Classic. Miss Missy. She needs to make more songs, more mm-hmm. music. She ain't dated. She still got a little bit left. You know, it's hard to stay relevant, Buck. It is, man. It's hard. And I'll be back on Monday trying to stay relevant. <laughs> Not for long, but I'm going to try. That's all we can do is That's try. all we can do. Yes. Zay, th- thank you again for having me here for the two days. Get a chance to talk to these afternoon people that ain't got no jobs. I know you ain't got no <laughs> daggum jobs. I know I couldn't say the other thing I wanted to say, but yeah. And I get to talk to the people in the morning. See, the people that listen in the morning on B&E, they got jobs. Do they now? These people at this time of day, these people ain't got no job. What you mean? Three about to be three They're o'clock. They're just multitasking. Are they doing all this stuff from home? Listening on the app? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listening on the app. Trying to fool somebody like you at work. I don't go to work no more. Putting their boss on mute when and having us on instead. Supposed to be in Zoom meetings? Yeah, exactly. I know how that feels. I do it every time they try one of these here. Let's get to Stim's and see. Good grief. No stress, no seeds, no stems, no sticks. Brought to you by AV Consultations. Shout out to Tom and the crew. 512-255-8678. Or go to avconsultations.com. They will set you up for all that studio equipment at the crib, all the TVs that you want. Tom and AV and the boys got you covered. All right, Buck. 
the Hall of Fame, the Basketball Hall of Fame 2023 is about to come out. Well, we already know who is in it, but the people that are in it, they usually have somebody that stands with them to help present the award, you know, and we got all the names for each of the people who are nominated. Okay. Right? Becky Hammond, who will have Cheryl Swoops in our corner. Sweet. So that'll be cool. Cheryl Swoops and Teresa Weatherspoon, both of those ladies, WNBA legends. Veterans, legends. Dirk, he will have Steve Nash and Jason Kidd presenting him. That's awesome. Dwayne Wade will have Allen Iverson presenting him. And probably the coolest one of all, Greg Popovich, who's getting inducted into the Hall of Fame this season. He's going to have David Robinson, Manu Ginobili, Tim Duncan, and Tony Parker in his corner. So all of those guys like will be standing there behind Pop because Pop always says if he didn't have the players, he would not be in these situations of being the greatest coach of all time. And all of those guys, Admiral, Manu, Timmy, Tony Parker, they definitely helped Pop become the coach that he is. So there's a lot about him right him. there. That is a great decision. You're, de- you're in line. Yeah, definitely love that there. Pal Gasol, which this is interesting to me, but both of these guys are European. He will have Tony Kukoc presenting him. The waiter. Back in the day, yeah. Yeah, the lefty who came over from Croatia. And then Tony Parker, who will be in the Hall of Fame this year. He will have his former teammates of the big three, Manu and Tim Duncan, helping present him. So little AI going to be able to fit his – I mean, he's going to be able to fit his suit because he doesn't got a little chunk, 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 chunk. chunk. <laughs> have you seen Allen Iverson? I've seen AI. He doesn't wow. look like his playing days, but he's not fat or anything. I, mean, I didn't say he was fat. We can say fat here. I know you and E Try say round shoulder that. because y'all get cancel cultured all the time. <laughs> but yeah, we can say it. He ain't fat. He ain't round shouldered. Yeah, he looked like a squirrel with his cheeks full of nuts. Now, I don't think he'll be wearing a suit because if you know Allen Iverson, he's not the suit type of guy. He'll be wearing a sweatsuit. Yeah, he, it'll be interesting to see his wardrobe. But Bucky, thank you for no, joining me these you, last man. two days, man. You are an absolute legend and you meant so much to me in my young radio career. Enjoy these next three days, my man. Yeah, I'm going to have a good time. And I will see y'all on Monday because after that, who knows? <laughs> who knows? We will be back tomorrow. Cameron Parker, producer of Light the Tower, will be in with your boy. I am Zay Carr. This is Chad and Zay on the horn. Y'all be cool.